Okay, recording live. The newest episode of Marta the Minimalist podcast, exclusively for you, the members of The Minimalist Method for Prosperous Female Entrepreneurs. I love helping other people to not have to go through some of the tests and trials that I did if possible. This is where you get the first dibs of the best business strategies ever so you can grow your revenue while minimalizing your time, your efforts, and your energy. There's great coaches. There's people in this field. So yeah, you want them on your team. live on Facebook with you, the ladies in the minimalist method for prosperous female entrepreneurs. And I've show, I told you there's always that echo. There we go. And uh, you guys, you get to hear it live. So you always get to hear that glitch in the beginning uh, <laughs> and, you know, get to hear the echo. But I'm live here with Michelle, who's a lot of fun. I We just met through Facebook one day, I think. And we've been in talk show hosts. Uh, we've been talk show hosts together. I've been in one of her programs called The Goddess wife school. Um, and I loved it. It was so much fun. And so I said, I, I kept like poking you. And I was like, you need to, you need to come on my podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk on this topic. I've never, we've never talked about this topic before on the podcast. I've certainly mentioned it before, but we're going to talk about you and your man and whether that's your husband, your, um, your boyfriend, your fiance, you know, you and your man. And there's oftentimes when we're going through on this entrepreneurial journey, we, you kind of, you have a friction there with you and your man, right? And uh, Michelle's going to talk to you about that. But before we get into our topic here today uh, about that and um, why sometimes getting those no's from your husband can be a good thing. And conversely, getting along with, with your, with your loved one and having love in that relationship, how that can bring abundance and prosperity into your business can happen. Michelle's going to tell you, who she is, why she's here, why she does what she does, and why you should listen to her. Go for it, Michelle. Hi, everybody. My name is Michelle Kanan. And what I do is I help high achieving women step into your next level of success by redefining happy wife, happy life, and rekindling the fun and lit up energy that reignites the flame of seduction and deeply connected love in your relationship with your man. And I'm so excited to be here. I teach from personal experience, not just like fluffy philosophical talk. And I'm really excited to be here with you. Thank you for poking me. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And um, okay. So what we're going to talk about here today is I hear so many female entrepreneurs and tell me this happens to you too. When you're on an initial consultation call, or maybe you call it a sales call, maybe you call it a discovery call, Maybe you call it a whatever call. It's an initial session where you, either you and a potential client are deciding you're going to work together or the other way around. And either you or the potential client have said at the end of the call, this all sounds great. Let me talk to my husband first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, and oftentimes I will follow that up with, oh, okay. I'm so glad that you're going to do that. What do you think your husband's going to say? That's a great well, question. <laughs> he's probably going to say no. 
<laughs> right? Uh, and then it's like, okay, let's talk about that. So Michelle, can you talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, I can talk about that. I think that this is part of a really um, interesting I'll call it an epidemic or a trend where um, we learn to blame our husbands for things not going right in our lives um, or in our businesses or um, in our bedrooms. And this is a really cute little example of that. Um, I want to say with a caveat that I think, you know, I've been married for or with my husband for like 11 years um, and uh, I think it really is important to have those conversations with yeah. your partner um, and just, you know, to to run things by together. That's like, you know, we think of our home as our family as as like, you know, we're CEOs of our of our canine company of, you know, um, but I'm never asking him for permission. Right. I'm not like he's not responsible or in control of what I'm allowed to do or what I need to do to. Uh, grow my business. And at the same time, his counsel, his opinion, um, the way that he sees the world, his zone of genius is integral to my success and how I grow. So there's a, there's a nuance there, right? Like if you're giving your power to your husband in that kind of way, that's definitely something that should you should be coached on and, and go deeper with. But your husband is your partner. And so being in communication with and working together with um, your husband, I think is really important and respectful for long-term partnership. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, and, and so when it comes to that, it's also works conversely, right? That, um, we don't make our husbands do anything. We don't, you know, we don't tell our husbands what to do either. Right. So it, it, it could, it should work both ways as much as, um, we don't need, our man's permission to do things at the same time have that you would want to have that same respect for for him right you want to talk about that a little bit yeah I mean I, I want to laugh because a lot of women I feel like they hear what you're saying and they're like but I do tell my husband yeah. what to do and I he know. doesn't do it or he doesn't listen to me or I have right. to tell him what to do or else like things don't get right. done I will and tell you I don't <laughs> that's that's a pattern that's a cycle for a lot of women that feel stuck like that they don't want to have to like be that one you know like we're, we're talking about a couple different things you know yeah one is like the kind of relationship that you want to have the kind of way that you want to be there for each other either as a sounding board or as a, an advisement or knowing that you're making healthy decisions and that like you have a partner that you trust their judgment and point of view so you would want to come to them to talk things through like you know my husband has helped me unearth many unhealthy patterns like you know shiny object syndrome and wanting to sign up with another coach and another program and another thing and and even for me to create new programs and sell 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 and he's like hey wait wait slow down like why are you doing all this is this what you actually need like let's talk through this so that you can make know that you're making the right decision but that's a very different thing than what we're talking about here right. in terms of like yeah like that he knows better or that he controls the bank account or that I'm giving my power away to him to right. make decisions for me or vice versa. Right. So, yeah. So it, it, it's a two-sided thing. We're saying, um, we don't, you know, you, you, we don't, you don't need permission, but at the same time, when he does give that feedback of no, 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 wait, like, I don't think that that's going to be a good idea sometimes. And I've done this where my ego was like, 
the heck with you. I'm going to show with you. You don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> no, at the the same time, <laughs> yeah, now looking back, let's say if there was a time when I was volunteering so much, let's say for our church, this was an actual occurrence. I was volunteering so much with our church for our church because I felt I was being the good Catholic girl. And this was being asked, asked of me that, and he was like having such a problem with it. And we actually went to therapy about it because we were constantly arguing about the fact that I was volunteering so much. And I'm like, how could you not be supportive of your good Catholic wife? And it's like, you know, you looking back, it was actually good feedback to have because he was actually looking out for my own well-being and my energy. And he was saying how he was seeing how strained and tired and um, anxious I was over all of it. So that's what we're talking about here. Why that note can actually be a good place for you guys to converse and come up with decisions together. Right. Yeah. I had that same thing happen. Not the church thing. I'm a nice Jewish girl. You're a nice Catholic girl, but (laughs) like in, in my business, like the way that I was growing my business, like the way I do a lot of things is I'm just all in like full steam ahead. Like, you know, and I remember this one time when I told him during the pandemic, like, Hey, I can't be a wife or a mom for the next two weeks because I have this launch. So like, you're going to need to figure this shit out. And he was like, absolutely not. Like, no, you know? And in that moment, I was so pissed. Like, Hey, if you needed this for me, I would do this for you. And if I was a man, this wouldn't be an issue. And like, you know, my whole ego, this whole thing just like flared up inside of me, but looking back, it was just like, Hey, I was doing things in a really unhealthy out of balanced way that had impact on my nervous system, on my relationship with my husband and how I wanted to mother and like spend time with my family. And he was watching this train wreck happen. And like, it's so good that he put his foot down because it forced me to start doing things another way that I didn't know how to do that. I didn't even see the problem that was there because I knew how to make things happen that full steam ahead way. But there were so many like detriments to it. And I was in this like vicious cycle. And I'm so grateful that he said that. I'm so grateful that even one of the crazy things that I did (laughs) was, um, and I'm, you know, I'm this empowered modern woman. I grew up in Queens. I'm loud. I remember telling my husband, look, you have the, the emergency button to my business. If you ever see that what I'm doing is fucking me up, is messing with our family. Like I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. You can tell me, and I will walk away from this business. Now I I did that because I knew he would never want to do anything that he wasn't trying to mess with me, but that's how much I, I had, I have trust in him and his judgment. Like Yeah. That like he sees things, our men see things that we're doing that we're not like, we're not able to see, we're not ready to see. And that's part of the value of like being in an amazing relationship. Yeah. And uh, yeah, absolutely. And I would like to, I'd love to talk about the other side of it that we brought up too, um, is our tendency to tell, want to tell him what to do and want to be the one that controls everything. And we feel like we're doing everything. And so when we're being told, ask for help, delegate to us, we look at it and we might go, okay, here's your honey do list. Do it. What's wrong with you? Why are you not doing it? 
you're disrespecting me. I feel unheard, you know, and then we get angry. And um, can you talk about, about that? What could be happening there? And what are some ways that somebody who feels that way could potentially work with that? Yeah. So, you know, I think it's important for us to remember that most good men, and I'm going to say most because there's always an outlier or, or there's always someone that's adamant about being like, yeah, but so fine you know, there are instances where it's not, but most good men, they're wired to uh, perform, to provide and to take care of the people that they love. And I like to summarize this as, you know, a man's hero energy, or you could think of it as like his king energy. And and that's just like part of his infrastructure. Um, And the question becomes, right? Like, how do you inspire that? How do you, um, what, like, can you sprinkle on there to make that energy more activated that feels good for you and also feels good for him instead of what a lot of us are doing, which feels really shitty for him and also feels like really shitty for us too. And that's the, that I think, you know, you, you can tell me if, if this is accurate, I think that's yeah. like the biggest shift that I give in the women that I work with is like mm-hmm. strategies that are just about how do you get back to doing what feels really good for you and understand that when you're in that pleasure place, and it's not just a sexual thing, but I, you know, I call turn on energy when you're activated, when you're juicy, when you're taking care of yourself, like that he wants to get closer to that, that he wants to do more things that are going to let him feel more of that energy. And then you can like, develop this co-creative cycle where you get to feel good and he gets to take care of things and he feels good. So you feel good. So he feels good instead of what so we see so much around us, which is like, you have to do this, or why didn't you do this? Or if you're not going to do this, I'm just going to do this. And with like underlying resentment or tension or, or power dynamics that, that are going on below the surface. Okay. So what would you say to someone who, you know, you're giving this feedback to, and I've given this feedback to, to, to friends, you know, cause that's not my zone of genius, right. To, to friends or maybe to clients with the understanding that, you know, I'm not, that that's not my zone of genius. Relationships are not my zone of genius. But if you were to give this feedback to someone and they're like, I just, I just don't want to, I just can't. Okay. Have you ever gotten that? Uh, I think most of the time, um, well, if, they, they, like, if they're, if they're in your program, they want to, right. I, you know, I, I think that the, the, it's just a mental shift of like, how do you just do either do less of what doesn't feel good or do more of what does feel good. And like, okay. ultimately, you know, I know that, you know, in marketing, there's a big shift, which I'm really happy about, like where we're moving away from like poking and pain points and, and doing motivate, being motivated through like pleasure and through desire. And I think that's, the most powerful motivator is like feeling good, like the chase to, to feel good. Right. And so most people want that, you know, they just want, like, they don't, they want to stop being a nag because it doesn't feel good to be a nag. They want to stop micromanaging because they hate having to micromanage. And it's like, great, let's stop doing what doesn't feel good. And guess what? When you don't feel good, he doesn't feel good. Same, same. And start doing things that make you feel really good and that change the cycle. And it's, and it's why I don't do like couples counseling, but why I really work with women, because, you know, we have to understand that a dynamic is comprised of two people. And Mm -hmm. as long as one person changes, the whole dynamic changes. Mm -hmm. It just, it just does. You can't stay the same. So you get to do what makes you feel good, or you get to stop what doesn't and you will experience shifts. And so will he, like, it's just, 
non-negotiable that's just what happens right it's just kind of like a fact yeah and and by the way I feel called to say we are not talking about abusive relationships we're not talking about narcissistic behavior we're not talking about any of that we're not talking about abusive behavior we're not talking about emotionally um disheartening someone. We're not talking about any of that. We are talking, this is a healthy, otherwise relationship where two people feel frustrated with each other. Am I saying that accurately? Yeah. I mean, I think the way I summarize it is you're with a good guy, you know, like you feel otherwise safe, like he's showing up, you know, um, like the love is there. It's just, yeah, we all hit snags, you know, like in it's when we're running marathons that, you know, their relationships like over, we always hit those, those places. And how do you like get out of that frustrated place so that you could get back to the really good place? Right. And speaking of the really good place, I've talked about this often when my, about the fact that my husband and I used to have a very toxic relationship. I mean, we were at each other's throats. It was not a good place to be for either of us. And I found myself that when I started to work on myself first and experience that internal mindset shift and, you know, internal healing that rippled into a, a, a beautiful relationship with him. And then as that relationship was becoming a loving team oriented relationship, then like all this abundance and prosperity came for both of us. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? I I think the magic word of what you said is a team oriented relationship, because I I think a lot of women do personal development work and they experience like a shift within, and then they look at their partner and they're like, hello, (laughs) like I'm doing all the work again. Like, when are you going to step up? Like, when are you going to do the thing? And that's why, you know, it's so important that like, if you're in a relationship or if you want to stay in a relationship, that there is an aspect of it that includes the relationship and how you're showing up in the relationship, but also in how you're understanding your partner and his experience in the relationship also. And it's so important to remember that you are a team and so many women get into that me versus him mindset, right? Like, why does he get to have all the fun? Why does he get to be the cool parent? Why do I always have to be the one to schedule the appointments or do the, this, or, you know, like, and, and if any of that language rings true, if that's any of your thinking, you'll, that's how you know that you're in this kind of place instead of in that team place. So mm-hmm. how do you start to whatever work that you're doing in your self-love start to also build that understanding of what might he be going through on the other side? Because if the story is he's a dick, he just doesn't care. He's never going to get it. Like, that's how you're going to stay stuck in that dynamic, no matter how enlightened you get. So that's really important to know. Right. And I remember having that mentality and then having that aha moment of like, wow, if he ever said any of the things to me that I am saying to him, that would be so ugly. And Mm. he would never say the things to me that I am saying to him. But gosh, I hesitate in saying this because I really don't want it to be taken the wrong way. But um Sometimes we 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 don't realize that the way that we are treating our husband, if he were to do it to us, it would be like really bad, like really bad. But it somehow feels okay to do because it feels like maybe societies become to accept the truth that 
guys just don't know. They just don't do. So you have to just nag at them. Otherwise nothing gets done. I feel is that, what do you think about that? I think it's so important to learn how to separate your reality from the stories that have been ingrained in us through either like messages in society or even ways that we might have seen like our parents' relationships or, you know, a lot of shit, a lot of really shitty relationships, it's like normalized, you know, like in sitcoms and romantic comedies and like talk shows and celebrity drama, like, um, and we have to learn how to start taking out like what isn't true or what isn't helpful um, when, when we want to, uh, you know, shift the dynamic in, in our relationships. And one important way to do that is to check our thoughts, you know, like, because, because there's things that we think about men, but then, you know, one of the things I teach is that your, your man is not the patriarchy. You know, a lot of us take out so much frustration against men, like on our husband, on our partner. And if we can just remember of course he wants us to win. And of course he wants us to be happy. And of course he wants to feel like he's doing a great job in the relationship and that he's in his zone of genius and that he's pleasing you. Like, of course he wants to feel all those things. Like why, why wouldn't he, you know, like we have to re educate or relearn that and bring those truths into our relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I read this recently. It was a good reminder that we have to stop expecting our husband to be exactly like us. Right? Oh my God. A hundred percent. Right. So you might be a person who, who's okay. Likely if you're an entrepreneur who's successful, you're a person who gets shit done probably. Right. Yeah, yeah. We can, That's a, that's a fair assessment. You get shit done. I do. And so when, <laughs> When, Thank you when, for noticing. <laughs> so, I mean, what, did you ever have like the experience with your husband where you're like, I do all these things and he doesn't do anything? Did you ever have that relationship or do you or do you feel like you've doesn't ever had anything? No, I can't that's say that's a great point me. right there, right? Because that's that. What is that called? That's absolute using absolute. So that's another another one. Like I always, you never, you never, right? Um, what else did I just say? anything. You don't do anything. I do everything, right? Those right. are absolutes, which right. can't possibly be true because every day is happening and you're still having to live the rest of your life. So never and always. And then you get like stuck on that. No, this time I did that. And you never get like to the actual like point, which is just, Hey, I'm frustrated or I'm not getting my need met or, you know, something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. ask me the, que- Oh yeah. The question was about expecting your man, like yes. to yeah. be Okay. I'm so glad that you brought this up because that's part of this miseducation that we have of like equality that's gotten like, you know, twisted to mean like we're the same. Right. And so then we start to look at my partner like, well, I would never do that. Or, you know, if he, I I love him. So I do these things. Why doesn't he do those things for me? And it's like, because he's not you and he does not move at the same speed as you do. And he doesn't see the world the same way as you do. And he processes energy differently than you do. And he has different relationship to his emotions than you do. Like he's totally different. And that's part of his genius. Like you are, we are lucky to be in relationships with somebody that is totally unlike us. And that has a different skill set that we can like, that's the, that's the beauty of a relationship that you can go so much further together because you're so different. 
And this expectation and this judgment of our partner that he didn't do it like me. So it's wrong. I, and and I'm, 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 I've eaten the humble pie myself. I had to start learning my motto. I have to remind myself sometimes I'd rather be in love than be right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and learning to see like the gifts, like the, my husband being slower than me is such a gift because I burn out so fast moving at this speed, all the things, all the time. He teaches me how to like slow down. Right. And I'm reactive and I make quick decisions. And he's taught me to like, let's take a second. Like, let's not just act from emotion. Let's think about this logically, you know, and like, Ooh, I want to buy that. I want to do that. It's like, okay, but do you really need that? And are you losing your focus? Like his differences, how he does things differently have been such a gift. And I have to learn right. Part of the personal responsibility, like not to judge right away. Cause like, you know, if you say you want your partner to take care of the kids more and then he starts doing it and you're like, wait, no, no, not like that. No, no, not this. No, dress them this way. Wait, pack this. You know, like you're not giving him that opportunity. So maybe you don't actually really want him to do it unless you need to start. Like, I need to learn how to start checking myself to be like, you know what? He's got this. Mm-hmm. And maybe he'll make mistakes and maybe he won't do it the way that I do it. But you know what? It, it's worth more to me that he has a great relationship with my with my kid, that he, you know, they are doing their own thing, that I get to do my own thing. Like yesterday, he I had so many meetings. He's like, I'm going to take care. We're going to Sesame Place. He took our daughter to Sesame Place. And you know what? He didn't bring suntan lotion. He didn't crack a snack, whatever. They, he figured it out. They came yeah. home happy, you know, like, and I had to learn how to just let go of like needing to be on top of all of that. And it feels really good. Absolutely. And like preparing it all for me, it's uh, my husband is a total night owl. There's no reason for him to be a night owl. Like he just has always been a night owl. So he will be up doing agreements and contracts and emails at all hours of the night. And I used to get so upset because I'm, I, I, I'm done at 10, but I'll be up early. And so I'd get so upset, like, oh, he doesn't help out in the morning, but it's like, yeah, but he does bedtime, right? I can, I can tap out at 8 PM and just go to my room and he will take care of bedtime. Now, of course it doesn't look the way that I'd want it to look like. And I'm sure that my wake up time doesn't look the way that he'd want it to look like, but, um, it's recognizing how you can actually leverage those differences, which paying off now that we have teenagers who are naturally their clocks are now their night owls. And I can't keep an eye on that at night. I'm done. And, um, and, 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 Honestly, if you're finding like, there's nothing I could possibly do that would make him do anything, right? Again, an absolute, we're using an absolute here, but I'm just, I'm like, I'm talking to the, to the listeners, right? Let's say that they're saying to themselves, there's nothing like none of this stuff would work. None of this, like he would never do anything. He doesn't do anything. You know what I did once when this was our dynamic? I went to Italy for 10 days by myself and I left him with the kids and, and you know what happened? he thrived. Yeah. This, this man came up with systems. He came up with schedules. He came up with solutions that I had never even thought of before. And it like created things that set us up for success from the long run. So a lot of times it's like, we're afraid to let go because we feel like it won't get done. But once you do let go and sometimes the worst case scenario might happen, as long as everybody's safe, let the worst case scenario happen. And yeah, then it might learn. Yeah, I mean, it might always so happen with you. The worst case scenario, exactly. And, yeah, and then you'd want that kind of grace and understanding from like your partner, also. But you know, I, I had literally. 
the same thing like this week. It's just like, you know, so I had the, the day, uh, this busy day yesterday and I told him and he was like, okay, you know what? Like I'll, you know, of course I'll like take care of her. Cause we're having, we can't find childcare right now for some reason, which is whatever. It's a blessing in disguise. He, we get to spend more time with our kid, but you know, he asked me, and, and this is a story about catching ourselves from making up stories. He asked me, oh, okay, can you help, uh, help me figure out something to do with her? And I got really pissed and I was in my head. I was just like, why do I have to do that? Like, if he needed me to watch her, like I'd figure something out. I wouldn't ask him like, why can't he like that? I was just like watching my brain go like that. So I took a breath and I said, you know, I, I know that you can figure something out on your own, you know, why do you need my help? And he said, oh, well, you know, you just, you always know things to do. And he's right. I'm always like, Ooh, let's try this fair. And let's try this thing. I literally have like a list of things that I want to do with like the family, you know? And he's like, but if you don't want to do that, like I'll figure it out on my own, you know? And that's for anybody that if their husband like pushes a boundary or, or tries to, you can always say no. You can always say, I trust you to figure it out. Like, or I actually don't know, like, and they will figure it out. But there's a lot of times that we can get into the story or do the thing that we don't want to do anyway. And for anybody that had that thought, like, this is your permission slip, or this is me in action, like having that same experience, you know, like, and it's not a problem. It's not a bad thing. Like he's not an asshole because like, that we can just choose and 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 do whatever we want or whatever we don't want with and that's how we make sure we don't have resentment in our relationships. Right. Yes, so many good points and I told Michelle that I could keep having this conversation for hours. <laughs> and but we're going to keep me from continuing to talk for hours and we're going to leave it at that. Where can they find you Michelle? Where so you I want- have my super fun and sassy Facebook group, um, which is Goddess Wife Vibes. Although I am going to be going through a rebrand soon, but for right now, Goddess Wife Vibes, or you can Google Satisfied Wife and you will find me. I'm all over um, the internet, but like, I'm genuinely like, I love having these conversations. I love learning with the women in my world and building relationships. So I would just, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to really talk to any woman that might be going through this struggle, might be feeling in an energy of like frustration instead of in her, her turn on and her excitement and her relationship. Right on. And we'll have the link to those in the description of the platforms that allow us to. And of course, in the show notes of other platforms. And if you are on a platform that allows you to comment, please, Michelle will be tagged. She will see a notification that you commented on the video. If you have any questions and you're like, well, what about this? Well, what about that? Obviously always be respectful and kind and loving, which I have no doubt that you uh, watchers and listeners will do. Um, But Michelle is happy to answer any questions, I'm sure. And I am as well. And I'll be happy to have you back again. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. And next week, I am live with Dr. Bree and Dr. Amy from Live Well Chiropractic, and they're going to be talking about mom life, work-life balance. And of course, I have my retreat coming up September 10th. It's going to be a full day of facials, massages, um, leaving our kids with our husbands, uh, <laughs> fancy picnics, getting portraits done, um, masterminding, catered food, beautiful views, and um, 
just taking care of ourselves for a day and being in high vibe tribe of amazing female entrepreneurs. I am half sold out of it. We've just started to promote it. So if you'd like information on that, please PM me or DM me. It is an exclusive private event. So I'm not being too public about all of the details. So please PM or DM me. Talk to you soon. Talk to you next week. Bye.